Welcome to Running Virtually with Just Plain Dave, episode 94, Merry Christmas and a Pilot Whale. Well, hello, my friends. This is Just Plain Dave. You want to go for a walk? Me too. Brown Dog and I are out for a walk. It is a Sunday evening in the middle of December. And it's snowing. It's our first actual snow in Providence. And things look pretty. It's, it's kind of a, uh, a wettish, icy snow. Um, but here's the interesting thing. Like, I'm watching someone go by on their, their bike with their uh, headlight and flashing red taillight. They kind of fat tires on that one. I just saw someone go by on a, a scooter, like one of those powered scooters. Life in the city, people don't let the weather change their plans or mode of transportation but it is looking beautiful Uh, lots of folks have their holiday decorations up there are lights on trees and decorating windows and there are beautiful wreaths hanging from doors and today they are frosted with snow i uh i don't know i i'm not sure i have an opinion yet of the holiday decorations that require being plugged in and so it's like a little air compressor a little uh, little fan that's blowing something up so we've got one up here that is a little holiday crash scene that is inflatable another one that's like a snoopy dog it's not actually snoopy but it's a dog like that that's inflatable and then a third in that yard that is a a green like honey pot with a little bear with a red hat that is animated so even though it's like it's air air inflated and blowing up but it rises and falls slowly with the bear popping up anyway i thought i would share that we are enjoying a after dark walk in the holiday lights and it is feeling festive lots of people have the little candle lights in their window I don't know, it's feeling like December. The actual reason I started recording is I wanted to share with you something. I saw, I think, the most unusual thing I've ever seen during a run today. In the world, if you notice, kind of random stuff that you come across. This morning, I went and did a social run with my friends on Cape Cod. We run at Sandy Neck Beach. Um, So we run at Sandy Neck Beach, which is on Cape Cod. It's right at the Barnstable and town of Sandwich town line. It is on the Cape Cod Bay side of the Cape, so the northern side. And it is just a couple miles uh, east of the Cape Cod Canal. So it's it's very near where uh, where Cape Cod meets the mainland, so to speak. Anyway, so we were out there for a run, and it was beautiful. We start at 7 a.m. Sorry about that. talking to you guys I wasn't paying attention I almost walked right into someone else walking her dog that is not my usual social friendly dog walking attitude what was I gonna say oh we're on Cape Cod sandwich sandy neck um absolutely beautiful so this is a stretch where it's like a six mile long peninsula uh, that extends out so Cape Cod Bay is to the north and we start running the, the peninsula head like is connected at its western side and pokes eastward into cape cod bay with a salt marsh and river behind it between the uh between the peninsula the neck and the mainland 
Anyway, so when we go, we look for signs of wildlife, and you'll see like a washed-up fish or sometimes a, a, a bird or some other animal that, that didn't make it, and so it's washed up on the beach. And, you know, we saw a couple birds today. Not a surprise. It's very common. But I wanted to share with you, and I guess I want to warn people, this is not going to be graphic, but it is interesting. So we saw a washed-ashore pilot whale. Uh, so there had been a stranding, a stranding of a few pilot whales about two weeks ago. And so one of the people I was running with is a marine scientist at the United States EPA. So someone who pays attention to these things. So he was aware of the stranding, which happened elsewhere. Um, but he believes that this, this deceased whale, this whale carcass, uh, was from that incident. And the whale was tagged. One of the fins had a little tag that said 0063. I did not yet try to look that up. But the whale was about 15 feet long. Uh, a pilot whale, it's probably worth Googling. Take a look at that image online. Um, it has kind of like a bulbous forehead. Um, it's, uh, it was fascinating. So it's a toothed whale. Uh, so not, not like baleen. doesn't have like a filter feeding. And it has a a toothy mouth, um, though the teeth are pretty small. This is not like a killer whale, not, not like an orca that you would like look at this and say, ooh, that's dangerous to a human. Um, but so it has this kind of like radar dome of a forehead. And uh, this had been dead for about two weeks, so it was not, not in good condition. Um, but so there had been some shark bites taken out of it. And you could tell that from like the very curved kind of radius of the bite marks. And the bite marks suggested a shark's mouth that was like 10 or 12 inches wide. Um, this was, <laughs> these were some pretty substantial bite marks. You're like, okay, that's, that's interesting. That's good to know that those sharks are out in Cape Cod Bay. Um, but because there were bite marks, you could see quite a bit um, getting into the inside. And so like the layer of blubber on the outside was like an inch and a half, two inches thick. It was absolutely fascinating just to look at that and think how, how this animal it works when it's a when it's alive and working in the ocean, um, and just like these massive muscles down its down its side, and then the the, the tail flukes and the fins were this amazing texture. They were both flexible, like this you know they can flex it and bend them and use them for steering, but also surprisingly rigid. It was just an amazing <laughs> technology is the wrong word, but it's it's just an amazing structure, an amazing thing to look at. Um, is really quite fascinating. So we, we probably spent a good 10 minutes taking pictures and looking at it and, and you know, just kind of being, being curious. Um, and certainly, I don't believe I've ever touched a whale, alive or dead. I think I once at like a, a Disney-type resort got to pet a dolphin. Um, but I don't think I've ever touched a marine mammal out in the world, real world, even if it was no longer alive. Um, yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. So that that is ranking up there as, I think, the most unusual thing I have ever seen when I have been out for a run. And uh, so we did the, even though this peninsula is about six miles long, what we do is there's just a couple of trail crossings to go from the beach across the dunes. And so we go down to trail number four, and the out and back loop is about seven and a half or 7.8 miles, around about that. And of course, you're just running on sand, so... You know, this is this is not easy running. It's kind of it's kind of slow, even for what I would call a trail run. Um, 
but it's just a nice place to be out. And even though there wasn't a beautiful sunrise, you know, it's just kind of gray, icy winter morning. Um, it's just nice to be out and, and looking. And the, way, the wind was blowing in hard, so the wind was coming from the northeast. Um, so it's kind of push, pushing things onto the beach if they were out floating in the water. And that's why the whale was on the beach. Um, anyway, I thought I would share that with you. I have some pictures, but I won't share them because they're a little more graphic than I would put in this podcast. But if you have something interesting that you've seen out on a run, let me know. I think it's kind of fascinating. I wonder what the most unusual things people have seen. Anyway, more later. Well, hello, my friends. Want to go for a walk? Me too. Oh, what a glorious day. Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas, and I was just thinking about how fortunate I am to be able to count you among my friends. I, uh, I've been thinking about a couple scientific topics and I actually want to do a little bit of research before I share those with you in a podcast. I saw three different articles. One was an interview, two were written documents that all talked about visual eyesight, perspective, and the neuroscience and psychology of perspective. And it's just fascinating. They, and they had different contexts. So the very short version is there's this person talking about like looking at goals and where you are relative to your goal, like in a training plan. And that if you were accomplished and you had a lot of experience, then setting your sights on the finish line is often a good motivator. But if you are, say, a rookie or new to something, and this can be, you know, uh, a research endeavor or like in running, it could be a training for training, like for a long-term training plan, or it could be on race day. And it was, if you're that newer person with less experience, then you get a bigger psychological benefit from looking back at what you've accomplished. So not necessarily on that day, but like, oh, I've done all this. I've done months and months of training I am going to hit my goal going for that, that um, half marathon or marathon. So that, that was one, was kind of looking forward, looking back. Another was about focus and how we are, human beings are very limited. Like what we, what we look at, we think we see the whole picture, but really we're focused on like what we think is key in front of us. We blur out all the edges and we often ignore stuff that is just going by because our brain has to interpret and filter and just decide what is key. Anyway, I need to put these thoughts together and I will share that with you another time. But I just wanted to say how grateful I am. I have, the calendar year 2022 brought me just amazing changes in my life with my housing and my new job and my relationship with my adult children who are off and doing well on their own. And, uh, and I just want to say how grateful I am. I, I am so glad um, for my health and the health of all the loved ones around me. So I know when people are, are struggling with, with health issues, that just dominates everything, you're, everything in your spectrum. You have to put things aside to just focus on that. And we have had a, a good 
six plus months without having a big health worry in our in my immediate family and so I am grateful for that I am I know to be grateful I can appreciate it sometimes it's hard to appreciate for something that's not there but this is one of those things where I am very glad that the health concerns are not in my immediate world and I'm grateful for my friends I've got different different friend groups in different parts of the country some are here local in New England you know my run clubs I have a Monday night trivia group that I get together with. Good fun, just a different set of friends. Going, going to a bar on a Monday night. I am, uh, I am a regular on my seltzer with cranberry juice. It's really hard for me to decide to have alcohol on a Monday night, but it is fun to hang out and do trivia. And knowing that like me as the old guy in the group, there's like one set of trivia, one set of information that I know that these slightly younger, slightly better cultured, they, have, they know more about music, they know more about movies. But I do know my old timey stuff and history and geography and, uh, and sports. Love questions about Hall of Fames for sports that don't really matter. Um, anyway, it is fun. It's fun to just be able to say, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to go hang out with these people and do something joyful. Oh, it is windy. I hope this is, I hope this is not too loud, the wind. Um, I hear singing on a balcony. How nice. What else am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my kids. They are creative and smart and are bringing joy into the world in their own ways. And I know that I am lucky in that respect and that, that they outshine me in great ways. You know, I've got my strengths, but their strengths are different and they shine brightly and it makes me very, very happy. And I'm grateful for my brown dog. She helps me keep my step count up, helps me stay healthy, appreciate the fresh air, even on a frigid December day. We uh, just, it's, it's 11 a.m. We just finished our third walk. Um, but, uh, but that's because I went for a run. And so this last walk was the uh, cool down for me. And a cool down on a day, like the high temperature today is like 16. I, I'm not sure I sweated on this run. It was, uh, cooling down was probably not necessary, but I can't finish a run and then not take her for a walk. That would be cool, cruel and unusual punishment. So my friends, I wish I could give you a hug. Next time we cross paths, please offer that up and take good care of each other. Share, share your love and joy with your friends and family. And uh, from the capital city of Providence, Rhode Island, this is Just Plain Dave. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and have a great new year. I wish you all peace and joy.